Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey friends, it's Ryan. Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. One of the greatest differences between a leader and a follower is not their degree from college. It's not their age. One of the greatest differences between a leader and a follower is not the title on their door or on their business card. It's the way they think. Leaders think different than everybody else. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today in our podcast. You're going to be listening to a live class that I taught just today uh, to our Kidman Academy students. It was a bonus class, and I talked about seven ways that leaders think different than everyone else. Hope that you enjoy today's training. If I can serve you any way, please connect with me. My email, all of my social links can be found at ryanfrank.com. Thanks for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy today's podcast. What's up, Amber? Hello, hello. Hey, Kidman Academy. It's Ryan Frank and Amber Pike. Thank you for tuning in. Sorry about the confusion on the time today. It's totally Amber's fault. No, it's not. It's totally my fault. Totally my fault. Um, so if you were planning on 2 p.m. Eastern today and got an email that we moved it to noon, that's all on me. Thank you for flexing with us. Uh, it's good to see you all on here. Thank you for joining us. We're going to give everybody a few minutes to get logged in. Um, we are, this is a bittersweet week because... Those of you in Kidman Academy Class 12, you are wrapping up your year in Kidman Academy. This is your last live class in KMA. Oh, I know. So I don't know if people are like on the other side of the screen, like doing this, like yes, or if they're getting out the Kleenex because they're sad. I'm going to assume they're all getting out the Kleenexes and, you know, wiping off those. I kind of feel like there might be some like back padding, like, they did it. They went through a whole it. year of Kidman Academy. Oh, they've, they've invested in themselves. They've maybe sacrificed, um, you know, a little bit for their family or their like fun time to really to grow themselves as a leader. So good job, guys. Yes, you made it. Um, good to see y'all logging in here. Marcy, Katie just got logged in. Jackie, welcome. Um, as more of you continue to log in, let me mention a couple of things. Our next Kidman Academy class does begin next week. And so maybe for some of you in Kidman Academy 12, you've wrapped up the year. Maybe what you could do is pay it forward. And maybe there's someone in your church or someone in your ministry, someone that you uh, want to invest in as a Kidman leader. You see them with some potential and skill and they're serving. Maybe you should gift them with an enrollment Kidman Academy or if you uh, have a friend that's new in kids ministry, please, please, please let them know about Kidman Academy. Um, and if you just loved learning so much, you can sign up to be part of the next class of Kidman Academy Excel. I thought you were going to say you could repeat the whole year, which you could I mean, repeat you can. the whole year. But you're right. There is a second year program called Kidman Excel, which begins next week as well. All that information can be found at kidmanacademy.com. Uh, we wanted to do a bonus class today. I, want to, I wanted to say thank you to all of you in Kidman Academy 12. Also, I want to do a little bit of teaching, uh, but first, Amber has a game. 
Yeah, let's play a game. This is a new game from kidsmatter.com. So you can, um, if you're watching with us live, you can chat in um, your answer. If you're playing the replay later, you can just keep keep trying. Um, so give me just a second to share my screen. Okay. Oh, I hit the wrong button. No pressure. Everybody's just staring at your face on the screen, but no Whatever. Pressure. I look good today. It was a good hair day. So. Yeah. All right, this game is poorly defined. Can you name the word when we explain it badly? Ooh. It's a zero-shaped snack fried and covered in sugar. Breakfast of champions. What is this poorly defined word? And this is the um, D as in dumbfounded. So all of these words start with the letter D. Oh, they start with D. Is it a donut? Ding, ding, ding. It is a donut. Hey, nice. And right. Katie got it right on the screen, too. Katie, good job, Katie. Go, Katie. Question number two. A wood slab that gives you privacy, but also opens up a whole world for you. A wood slab that gives you privacy. Ah, Katie chimed in again first with the answer. It's a door. A door. Yes. Good oh, job. That one kind of, the wood slab kind of threw me off a little. Yes. Yes. A water chicken with webbed feet. <laughs> water chicken. Uh, maybe a duck. Um, I'm sorry. Feet. Could you please make that sound for me? I'm not sure. Um, I said it. I, th I think I lost. Yeah, I accidentally pushed mute during that part. My bad. <laughs> a duck. You are correct. Yeah. Someone who goes to school for 15 more years only to begin a practice. Mm. Hopefully you've not visited one of these recently. The doctor. Doctor. Good job. Good job. How you guys doing? Are you keeping up? Are you getting all of these poorly defined? I, you know what? I, I think these Kidman people are probably getting them. That's my guess. I hope so. This band member plays six or more instruments at the same time. Hmm. I don't. A drummer. There you go. The that's true. Are, are you just looking at the answers that people are typing in? Yeah, the, I, yeah. Katie's helping me out quite a bit here. Yeah. All right. Let's see if you can do this one on your own. Four silver George Washingtons or one paper George Washington. Hmm. A dollar. A dollar. Good job. Good job. All right. We'll do one last poorly defined D word. What you desperately want when you're in the desert and eat a dry dessert. Well, that's got to be a tongue twister. That is a tongue. I was making that's sure I was reading it correctly. Too. Yes. Um, I'm going to probably say a D-R-I-N-K. A drink. Excellent nice. job. Nice. So this is just a fun little game that you can do with your kids. Um, you know, it's always fun when you get them thinking and hollering out and sometimes seeing what answers they get. Um, so make sure you guys, uh, as I'm sure you, you see the post, you get the emails, um, you know, check out kidsmatter.com, see what's new. We've got great new resources coming in all the time. I've got several new things to upload to the sorted day. And if you hang around to the end, who knows? Just who knows? Mm, Amber does like prizes, so I stick do. around until the end. Um, those of you just logging in, thank you, Amber. Um, I'm going to transition to a little bit of teaching. This is a Kidman Academy bonus class 
Those of you that are in Kidman Academy class 12, this is your very last week of Kidman Academy. Congratulations, start getting that work into us. Um, if you do need an extension, uh, it, is, uh, it is possible we do offer a two month extension to get your work in. Otherwise, try to get your work in in the next week, please. Uh, you'll also be receiving a graduate survey. Very important that you keep your eye on your email inbox for that. Uh, um, those of you in Kidman Academy class 13, you're halfway through your experience. Keep up the great work. I am so thankful that you're part of this program. And we are going to be welcoming Kidman Academy class 14 students next week. So if you know anybody that would benefit from Kidman Academy, please let them know about KidmanAcademy.com. What I want to talk to you about today is the difference between a leader and a follower. The difference between a leader and a follower. Now you're in Kidman Academy, you're a leader, right? You're influencing people. And if you want to grow your leadership, here's the secret. You need to learn how to think different than everyone else. Okay. That is the greatest difference between a leader and a follower. It's not in the way that they act, it's not in the way they respond, it's not their nameplate on their door or their title on their business card. The difference between a leader and a follower is the way they think. It's not what college they went to or what, uh, what degree they earned in college. It really has very little to do with age. It's the way they think. Proverbs 23.7 says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In other words, your life follows your thoughts. Another way of saying it, you become what you think. If you want to grow as a leader, you've got to learn how to think different. And I'm going to share with you some ways that leaders think different. And if one of you that are with me on Zoom could uh, type these into the chat, as I give them, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, just make sure when you chat, the chat to everyone, not just the, the panelists, or else only uh, Amber and I will be able to see what you type in there. The first way that leaders think different is they try to solve problems. They try to solve problems. They are, and not just, let me add to that, they try to solve the problems of others, okay? One of your greatest jobs, you may or may not realize it, is to solve your pastor's problems. And by the way, the more you solve your pastor's problems, the greater value you're gonna to bring to your pastor. And the more you're gonna earn the attention and the ear of your pastor. One of your greatest ministries is not only to solve your pastor's problems, but to solve your team's problems, to serve, to solve your family members' problems, your kids' problems, your congregation's problems. Well, Ryan, gosh, the problems are so overwhelming. How would I ever figure out how to solve all these problems? And that is where you lean in on the Lord. James 1, verse 5 says, if you lack wisdom, ask of God. He gives to all generously and without reproach. And if you ask that way, James 1, 5 says it'll be given to you. 
So one way that leaders are different than followers is they are always trying to solve other people's problems. So what kind of problem can you solve today for someone else, for your pastor, for someone else in the office, for someone on your team? Here's number two. A second way that leaders think different is that they are solution-oriented in their thinking. They are solution-oriented. Now, knowing that something isn't working, identifying a problem is a good first step, right? But it's really nothing more than a first step. Anybody can identify a problem. Anybody can tell you, well, this isn't working or that's not working. But a leader finds solutions. So here's what I want for you, Kidman Academy students. I don't want you to just find the problems. I don't want you to just find the faults. I want you to find remedies, find solutions. Now, the more solutions that you bring to the table, the more value you add to a room. Let me say that again, I, want you to make, I don't want you to miss this. The more solutions you bring to a table, the more value you bring to a room. Some of you wonder why your pastor maybe doesn't ask your advice or your opinion more often. Maybe it's because you aren't bringing enough solutions to the table, not just for kids' ministry, but for the entire church. The more solutions I try to solve, the more problems I try to figure out for the team, for the staff, for the church as a whole, the greater um, the greater value I add to the team. So leaders, number one, they solve the problem. They're always thinking, how can I solve the problems of others? Second, they are solution oriented in the way they think. They don't just, and by the way, please do not bring up problems to your pastor without bringing some potential solutions. Don't do it. Now, here's the thing. Your pastor reserves the right to go with a different solution, right? Your solutions may not be the best. Your answers may not be the best, but bring answers anyway. Never present a problem without presenting some potential solutions. Number three, instead of focusing only on themselves, leaders think about how they can grow others. I'm not just thinking about how can I benefit myself. I'm not just thinking about how can I grow myself. Leaders are thinking about how they can grow others. And I'm thinking, let me, who am I thinking here? Amber's dropping these into the chat, it looks like. Thank you, Amber, for doing that. They grow leaders. The mantra of a growing leader, someone that thinks different, is together we can do great things. God never intended for you to lead alone, so don't do it. You know, I, I remember as a kid hearing the quote that it's lonely at the top. It's lonely at the top. And you know what? To a degree, that's true. If you hike up a mountain, the higher up the mountain you go, the fewer people there are, right? And as you grow as a leader, you're going to find that fewer people, the more you advance, the lonelier it gets. But don't be up there alone. 
There is no reason. God never intended for you to lead alone, right? Find someone, find some others that you can grow and bring with you. I love Hebrews 10.24. Hebrews 10.24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us think of ways. There's think, okay? A leader thinks different than everyone else. Hebrews 10.24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. I am constantly thinking. I want you to constantly be thinking as a leader, what can I do to help other people love bigger, to do great works, Hebrews 10.24, to grow. Earlier, before I started into the teaching, I encourage you, find someone that needs to be in Kidman Academy and invite them to participate. For some of you, maybe you should pay their way. Maybe you should pay it forward. And you know what? I am going to uh, put some money where my mouth is, and, and I'm going to invest in another leader. I'm going to invest in a college student or a high schooler or one of my key volunteers. And I know Kidman Academy has benefited me, and I want to see it benefit and bless someone else. Leaders are always thinking beyond how can I grow myself to how can I grow others. Here's a fourth way that leaders think different. Instead of making things complicated, they simplify. Instead of making things complicated, they simplify. Some of the greatest leaders I know have this amazing ability to eliminate the unnecessary so that they can really focus on the heart of the issue, okay? They can take something complicated and just simplify it. Some of that comes with time. Some of it comes with wisdom. A lot of it comes with learning from other leaders. Some of it comes from just plain common sense. And a lot of it comes from asking good questions. Sometimes it's as simple as asking some good questions. When you ask good questions, something that seems very, very complicated and all over the map can be simplified, right? So as a leader, how can I simplify things? How can I simplify things? A lot of times followers, they just see the mess. They, they see the fact that dismissal is a mess. What do we do? And as a leader, you have a way of identifying what the root issue is. Um, as a leader or as followers, um, people just say, well, these kids are out of control, right? You can look at it and realize, Actually, it's pretty simple. Let me ask you a few questions. How much time did you spend preparing this week? Well, it's kind of a busy week, right? You find out that they, actually the kids aren't the problem. It's the fact that you're the problem um, and that you, you, you were boring. Your lesson was boring, right? Or, or whatever. You can take something that seems complicated and simplify it. Here's number five. Leader, remember, leaders think different. Instead of trying to think about who was right, they think in terms of what is right. Leaders think, in, instead, of, instead of thinking in terms of who is right, leaders think in terms of what is right. So much of ministry and people work 
is, is solving people problems. And you get this, you're a pastor, you're a ministry leader, you're a shepherd of people. And you're constant, a lot of, you know, the New Testament says that Jesus has given us the, the ministry of reconciliation in 2 Corinthians 5. That we've been given, just like 2 Corinthians 5, I think it's verse 18, says just like we have been reconciled um, to Christ, that God, that God gives us the ministry of reconciliation. So leaders, instead of trying to analyze uh, people, and trying to instead of trying to navigate all of this yucky stuff with people, they try to they have this keen ability to get to the issues, to get to the issues. Don't always try to figure out who is right. Just figure out what's the right thing to do. God, would you give me wisdom to to reconcile these people and to solve these people problems? Don't just try to sweep things under the rug, right? Um, don't try to shift the blame. Just try to think about what's the right thing to do, and I'm going to do it. Here's number six. Uh, where others think small, leaders think big. Where others think small, leaders think big. Are you thinking big? You know, you serve a big God. You really do. We serve a God that can breathe the universe into existence. In Matthew 9, there's a story about two blind men. They spot Jesus walking down the road, and they follow, and they start shouting, Son of David, right? Have mercy on us. Have pity on us. And even after Jesus gets to his destination and goes inside, they just keep asking, um, Jesus, have mercy on us. Have pity on us. Finally, Jesus turns around and he says, do you believe I can make you well? Now, this is a pivotal moment. This is a critical moment because their answer could change everything. And, and when you read the story in Matthew 9, they don't hesitate. You know, they, they shout out, yes, yes, Lord, yes, are there three words. Yes, Lord, yes. And with one touch of a holy finger, their entire world literally swirled into focus, and they received their sight. You know, in ministry, we often face some difficult situations, some huge hurdles. But you know, you serve a big God. You serve a God that with his finger can bring sight to, to a blind person. And are you thinking small? Because if you are, be reminded that you serve a big God. So believe God for big things. Jesus went on. They said, yes, Lord, yes. Jesus went on to say, because of your faith, you will be healed. Right? And your life is going to follow the way you believe. And if you believe little, you're going to receive little. If you believe big, you're going to receive big. If you believe weak, you're going to receive, you're going to have a weak life. If, if you believe fear, you're going to live a life of fear, right? Here's the thing though. if in your life and in your ministry, Kidman Academy, you believe big, you'll receive big. I love Mark 9 23. It says, anything is possible for someone who has faith. Anything is possible for someone who has faith. All right, let's do one more. Number seven, 
Number seven, and we'll wrap up with this one, leaders think different. Um, they are always thinking about what's next. Leaders are always thinking about what's next. I, you've got so much going on, and so many of you are already good at this. Some of, some of you are, you're already thinking about fall, right? And you're not even in the summer yet. And that's good. That's what you need because leaders always play chess in their head. A follower just responds to what's happening right now. And they, are, they live in a reactive mode where a leader is proactive. Big difference between living reactively and proactively, right? So I want you to be thinking like a leader and be thinking uh, and planning for not what's going on today and this Sunday, but what's happening next month and what's happening this summer and what's happening in the fall. Be thinking about what's next. Kidman Academy, the biggest, leader, biggest difference between a leader and a follower is the way they think. It's the way they think. Amber, come on back with me. Thank you for being a part of Kidman Academy because as a Kidman Academy student, we want to help you think different and think bigger. And I hope that whether you're in class uh, number 12 and you're wrapping up your year, or whether you're in class 13 and you're halfway through, that you are thinking more like a leader. Amber, you got a surprise as we wrap up. I do have a surprise. So I like to give away Ryan's stuff. It's fun. Oh, she's uh, good at that. Me. She really is. That and ordering t-shirts. That's what I'm good at. Yep, yep. Okay, so um, one of the things that I've been thinking about as a leader is our whole church is, is really having an emphasis on prayer. Um, and we're seeing the need to be more intentional with that. So I created a resource um, this week that I want to give to all of you all. So whether you're watching it live or you're watching the recording, you all still get it. So you'll see it's a new product. You go to kidsmatter.com and get the prayer and praise resource pack. It's got like a blue cover. Um, and then if you enter, when you put that in your cart, and when you go to checkout, enter in all caps, KMA bonus, you get it for free. So hopefully you can use this to, to intentionally lead your kids in prayers. There's some prayer stations, some prayer cards, um, a prayer bookmark, postcard that you can use, just some different tools that you can use to lead kids in praying to God. So Prayer and Praise resource, put it in your cart, and then enter the code KMA bonus, all caps, and you get it absolutely free, just as our little gift to you today. I love it. What a, what a neat thing. Um, thank you all for being here. Amber, before we go, let's do a quick screenshot. If you look at the screen, smile for me. Perfect. Kidman Academy students, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. I remember our next class for class 14 begins next week. Really pray about someone that God would lay on your heart that, that you should let them know about Kidman Academy. If it's blessed you, uh, we've got a, a great enrollment, our highest enrollment that we've had, not ever, but in the last uh, three or four classes, a, a rec, a, our numbers are up for this class. We're very encouraged by that. Um, love to have you. And if you're in class at 12 and you're graduating, you can jump right in to Kidman Academy Excel. Our, our year two program begins next week as well. If y'all need anything, please reach out and let us know. And make sure you're watching for that graduation survey. Otherwise, you don't get to graduate. And then hopefully we will see you in person in October in, Nash in October at Nashville for graduation during oh, Megacon. Yes. 
you got it out. Good job. Good job, Amber. All right. Hey, friends, thanks so much. Amber, thanks so much. Have a great day. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.